millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Welcome to Land of Bourbon and Bad Decisions. This is Relentless Daring, live on Podbean.com and the Podbean app. Hey, welcome to the live chat there, Kim. Oh, boy. Uh, Trying to think of where to begin. You see, this week, the world has gone crazy. Partially because, well, it's 2021 and it's all we can really expect after last year. However, it has been determined that apparently we now live in a Robert Heinlein novel. But I will get to that in just a second. Ladies and gentlemen, I need to pay some bills. First of all, Built Bar, possibly the greatest protein bar you've ever had. Oh my God. So these are protein bars. that They're like a candy bar. So it's great consistency, great flavors. Um, I'm waiting for fall to roll back around the caramel apple bar. Oh my God. Or for them to come back out with the coconut brownie, uh, ch- coconut brownie kind that got like chunks of brownie batter in it. The the dark chocolate cookie dough. Oh, my God. So many good flavors. And they're incredibly good for you. If you are a keto dieter, they're very low in carbs, so you can... <laughs> I'm being told I sound like Glenn Beck. Um, except I don't do say things like higgledy-piggledy or underpants. And I don't look like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> but... Yeah, these are absolutely amazing. I love them. Um, I'm apparently they decide they're just going to send me stuff because I'm an ambassador, so I have no clue what's going to be in it. So, yeah, uh, I'll look forward to sharing that one with you. But go builtbar.com, use promo code Relentless, or use the link in the show notes. Uh, save ten percent. Sometimes if they're uh, sometimes they do these things where site wide you can have site wide savings. Plus, being able to use the promo code, uh, you'll have to check it out, uh, see what they have to offer. But they have so much more protein bars. They've got, uh, like, the Immune Boost drinks. They've got, like, uh, the energy drink packets you put into a bottle of water that are really good. Uh, Apparently, Lady Die is having some issues with the live room. Um yeah, I poked the screen. I, I don't know why you couldn't see a preview. Um, I'm sorry. But absolutely, uh, 
great products. Cannot recommend them enough. Built Bar, the best stinking protein bars on the market. Okay, so as I said, apparently we now live in a Heinlein novel. More specifically, Starship Troopers. Not because we have space rangers out fighting alien bugs with the hive mind. But apparently we have reached that point where service determines citizenship. And I say that because... At Joe Biden's press conference earlier this week when he was in on International Women's Day, which first question is, what's a woman? Second question, did anyone make any sense of what he was saying? So don't get me wrong. He's recommending two female generals for, uh, for command positions over four-star uh, four-star commands, which is a really big deal. But he was talking about some of the stuff they're doing in the military. Hmm. But he's talking about what military is doing for women. Um, such things as Allowing different hairstyles. Okay, um, I don't know how that helps troop readiness and makes us a more lethal force. And one of the things they, they're talking about is maternity flight suits. Now, I, now I, I may be a little crazy, maybe a little off base here, but... Last time I checked, a pregnant woman in the military is combat ineffective. I mean, to the point where they get a medical profile from the doctors stating that there are certain things that they cannot do for both their health and for the health of their unborn child. And I've seen this in action. I've seen pregnant soldiers who, oh, they had that that 30-day field exercise. Yeah, I can't do it because I can't wear body armor. I can't do X, Y, and I can't do these types of workouts because I'm eight months pregnant and I'm as big as a whale. Well, okay. You know, the military makes uh, accommodations for women who are pregnant. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Steve said, uh, you mean the health of the unborn clump of cells, don't you? <laughs> but there, there's so many, so many things the military does to, especially in, now they, uh, since 2015, they allow women to serve in combat arms. And... I have so many opinions on that, but that's not the point of the show tonight. Um, but 
Tucker Carlson was commenting on all the things that were going on that the military is doing, especially in light of uh, China. China's, you know, come, come up with this idea that, you know, in the United States that men are, co- boys are coddled way too much by women. And so they're, they're more feminine. They're not strong. And so they're going to build up their boys to be manly men. We are men who will come in and we will we will have sex with all the women because we're men. That's what we do. We shall beat you senseless. That's what China's wanting to do. But Tucker Carlson had this to say. So how are we responding to this? Well, at the White House yesterday, Joe Biden addressed it effectively. What's the American military's response? Here's what Joe Biden said. Some of it's relatively uh, straightforward work, where we're making good progress, designing body armor that fits women properly, tailoring combat uniforms for women, creating maternity flight suits, updating, uh, updating requirements for their st- hairstyles. And some of it is going to take an, uh, you know, an, an intensity of purpose and mission to really change the culture and habits that cause women to leave the military. So we've got new hairstyles and maternity flight suits. Pregnant women are going to fight our wars. It's a mockery of the U.S. military. While China's military becomes more masculine as it's assembled the world's largest navy, our military needs to become, as Joe Biden says, more feminine, whatever feminine means anymore, since men and women no longer exist. The bottom line is it's out of control, and the Pentagon's going along with this. Again, this is a mockery of the U.S. military and its core mission, which is winning wars. One of the few people who's been paying attention to this is someone who served in the U.S. military, Indiana Congressman Jim Banks. Recently, he wrote a letter to the U.S. Chief of Naval Operations asking why the Navy had included a book, Racist Filth, by Ibrahim X. Kendi on its 2021 reading list. Because that book teaches exactly what the Chinese propaganda ministry teaches, that America is fundamentally immoral. All right, so I need to apologize because apparently it plays me talking through the online stuff but it doesn't play anything off my soundboard. Interesting. But basically, Tucker was questioning, why do we need to have maternity flight suits? That's literally words that came out of Joe Biden's mouth. I mean, why do why are pregnant women going to be flying combat sorties and fighter jets? Why are pregnant women going to be, you know, conducting an aerosol operation and flying flying the Blackhawks or in the Chinooks, delivering soldiers onto the field of battle? Why are they going to be flying cargo jets when, as I said before, the military deems women who are pregnant, especially you know, at the point where you need to be wearing maternity uniforms, 
why why would they be making those women have flight suits so they can operate these pieces of equipment? Which and and I do understand maternity utility uniforms. I've seen pregnant soldiers wearing them. You can walk into any base exchange into the uh, the clothing and sales, and you can find pregnant or do you find maternity duty uniforms? You can find maternity class A's and class B's dress uniforms. But do we need to have tactical body armor for pregnant women? No, I really don't. But do we need to have, should we have body armor that's better better designed to fit a woman? I, I would imagine so. I mean, hell, even between men, you know, you don't have the same the same physiology between, you know, someone who's my size at six foot four, two hundred and fifty pounds, you know, even an extra large plate for the body armor, it doesn't cover my entire chest. I'm a little on the broad side. So, you know, an AK-47 round can still hit me in the chest without hitting the plate. And so, so you know, having something better designed to fit a woman, it, that makes sense, especially since, you know, we've opened up combat arms to women. But here's really where my problem lies. It... it like I said earlier, it's the Robert Heinleining of society where, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You served how many days in the military? Yeah, you don't get to criticize it. And it's possible that the greatest example of this is from, I had to make sure I say the rank right. Master Gunnery Sergeant uh, Scott Stalker. He is the command enlisted senior leader for the United States Space Force. And he had to say this. So everyone who's listening live, you're, you're going to hate the next one and a half minutes. I'm sorry. Drama TV. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I call it. I'll apologize up front and tell you that I don't have cable news at home. I don't have it here in the office. And I don't watch a lot of drama TV. I understand some comments were made yesterday. And I watched the clip that Mr. Carlson produced as he referred to pregnant women in the military. I'll remind everyone that his opinion, which he has a, a right to, is based off of actually zero days of service in the armed forces. Let me offer you my opinion. My opinion is based off of 28 years of actual service in the military, 28 years in the Marine Corps, in combat operations out at sea, and in garrison. And so he was talking specifically about pregnant women in the armed forces today and how it makes us less, less lethal and less fit and less ready. Let me tell you where he's wrong. Those decisions were made by medical professionals, by commanders, and our civilian leadership that allows for women to have more time with their children to recuperate, 
to get fit and ready to take that time that's necessary that our medical professionals know is needed, which actually makes us a more lethal and ready and fit force, ready to fight the wars of today and the wars of tomorrow. The bottom line is that we value women in our, in our armed forces. We value the, those that have served in the past and we value those that have served today. We value our families in the military. I wanna say God bless everyone that is serving today. God bless the women that are serving today. God bless the men and women that are serving today. God bless our country, our partners, and our allies. Let's get back to work. Let's remember that those opinions were made by an individual who has never served a day in his life. Let's remember that's all about drama TV. God bless America. Semper Fidelis. All right. So if you're listening live, unfortunately, you couldn't hear it. I don't know why that doesn't work. But Master Gunnery Sergeant Scott Stalker, United States Marine Corps, who is the command enlisted senior leader, blah, 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 blah. He's the Cecil for Space Force. He went on a diatribe about how there are certain things in the military that they do for women that is for their own health, recuperation after pregnancy, blah, 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 blah. He addressed a lot of things that Tucker Carlson never freaking said. And for him to go off as, my 28 years as a United States Marine, we are serving serving at sea at, in the fleet and, uh, and combat abroad, blah, 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 blah. These are opinions being made by someone with zero days serving in the military. I'm sorry, Master Gunnery Sergeant. That comes across as the most condescending, douchebaggery, hot freaking Garbage I have ever heard. <laughs> Implying that a person who has never served in the military cannot have comments about what's going on in the military. How many senior leaders in the military, in the civilian leadership, you know, the Department of the Army, the Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of the Navy. How many of these? How many of these have never served in the military? I mean, what the last two? Or not the last two? Because there are some people. But you have General, you have General Lloyd Austin retired who is now the Secretary of Defense. Jim Mattis, retired Marine General. I'm sure on paper, this these guys sounded amazing to the troops when Jim Mattis was, a, was asked to be the Secretary of Defense when I was still in the military. I was very, very gung-ho to have him as the Secretary of Defense. I mean, look at some of his quotes. He's got some amazing badass quotes. And then once he got into position, it's like, all right, here's a guy 
who's going to know what we need to do to start wrapping up what's going on in Afghanistan and Iraq, pulling troops out of Syria. And he slow-rolled everything Donald Trump threw at him. Why? I've worn uniform for how many years, and yeah, here's a guy who he, you know, he kept getting college deferments and and the the you know bone spurs used ineligible to serve. I'm not going to listen to him. And senior leaders in the military they hated. Hated getting criticized by Donald Trump because you're a draft dodger. Well, I, I I hate to tell you this. For those of you who are upset and think Donald Trump is a draft dodger, oh, this is just between you and I. Joe Biden is also a draft dodger by your standard. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, what? Yeah, Joe Biden. He also has four or five deferments, and then he was declared medically ineligible due to asthma. So, when Joe Biden, the commander-in-chief, if he criticizes the military, um, are you going to give him the same, well, you didn't serve, so you're not a citizen? Well, no, because he is the commander-in-chief of the United States military. <laughs> uh, Kim said, are you sure he wasn't able to join because he's a hair sniffer? Well, I mean, that's what triggered the asthma attacks. You know, you go up and you sniff a woman's hair and she's got dandruff and then your lungs just kind of <gasps> can't breathe. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's It's ridiculous. <laughs> Pretty Princess Steve, he's the commander-in-chief of a bunch of dumb bastards, you mean? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I have been at war with all these people who are on the, on the twatters saying that, well, no, yeah, he has the right to, he has the right to question the military, but uh, he really doesn't understand because he didn't serve. It's like, dude, I spent 16 years between the National Guard and active duty. I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. We are farmers, bump, 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 bump. And everything that Tucker said is 100% right. You see, for the last 20 years, the United States military has not been focused on being the most lethal fighting force the world has ever seen. It has been focusing on, since the days of George W. Bush, on being more inclusive. You see, we don't want people's feelings to be hurt, so we're going to relax standards, and we're going to make it easier, and, and, and... It just goes on and on. The only thing in the inclusivity market that I think has been good for the military, and I'm probably going to get some listeners who don't agree with me, but it doesn't hurt my feelings because, hey, I'm an adult and I can handle your criticism like said, 
like being an adult. The best thing that happened to the military while I was in, in the name of inclusivity, was repealing don't ask, don't tell. I know, I know. There's going to be some people out there like, whoa, 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 how was that good? I mean, this is a Bill Clinton-era policy that basically... Is this a policy that codified what was already there? Of course, you know, prior to Don't Ask, Don't Tell, your command could ask you straight up, are you gay? Are you a lesbian? And you could answer or not. They could haze the crap out of you until you admitted it. And then force you to leave the military if you finally broke said, yes, I'm gay. What do you, what's the problem? Like I said, all Bill Clinton did was you can't ask soldiers about who they want to go to bed with. And it's still, they can't ask you, but if they saw you macking on your boyfriend and your dude, holding hands and, you know, sucking face at your girlfriend if you're a chick, oh, you, you get seen doing that or you make an admission, bye bye you're still kicked out of the military. Barack Obama getting rid of Don't Ask, Don't Tell was a good thing. I've served side-by-side with gay soldiers, with lesbian soldiers. And you know know what that did to have a negative effect on our readiness? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because at the end of the day, whether it's in a training environment or... It's in Afghanistan, 8,000 miles from home, where you're relying on the guy next to you. It doesn't matter who they want to go to bed with. What matters is, are they watching your back? And for people get upset that civilians who are seeing this from the outside and commenting on it, yet ignoring veterans who have seen it, who have lived it, who have seen the ranks get weaker and weaker and weaker to the point where, you know, when I got my combat infantryman badge, there's a tradition. And that tradition is, if you have never been awarded this medal before, Someone who's already earned it is going to pin it on your chest. And they will not put the backers on on the on the award. And they will take a step back. And then they will take a step into you swinging their fist, driving the damage on the back of that badge into your chest. And you're going to bleed for it. Airborne units. You complete jump school. There was a time when they pinned the when they pinned those wings and that parachute on your chest at airborne school. They drove that sucker in, and you got your blood wings. 
you got promoted. I remember when you wore rank on the collars, and you'd see guys having to pull rank out of their collarbones. Oh, you can't do that now. That's hazing. It also builds camaraderie. If you say, no, 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 I don't want you to do that. Guess what? They didn't do it. I would like to apologize. There's a dog who really desperately wants to come to this room with me. But calling out people, when you're in the military, when you're in the military and you are calling out a, you know, you can call it a journalist, you can call them a commentator, Joe Blow on the street who doesn't, didn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. When you are releasing a social media video on Twitter, which, yes, that video where I got the audio that I played was posted to Twitter from Scott Stalker's official government account. When you're doing that, I'm sorry. Just all that does it makes you a conceited asshole. I'm so important. I'm going to put a video of me being so important on the interwebs. And yeah, I have no cares. <laughs> I'm no longer in the military. What are they going to do? They're going to they're going to try to pull me back in to charge me with disrespecting a senior non-commissioned officer. <laughs> Good luck. God bless. And that that's the sadness of all of it is that you're, we're being told as civilians, you can't question the military. Why not? Hey, General Austin, I need to stop doing that. He's retired. Secretary Austin, what's the definition of a right-wing extremist that you're trying to force out of the military? Mumble, 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 something, something, mumble, mumble, I hate you, go die. Wait, what? Why, why can't we have answers to questions like that? Why do we as civilians have to sit and allow them to talk down to us? Which, if you check out the angling of the camera in that video from Master Gunnery Sergeant Scott Stalker, He's got it angled up, so he's looking down. I'm better than you. I am on a dais above you, so you have to look up with me because I'm your better. We should not be doing this. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. This is Tyler from Relentless Daring, and I am launching the brand new RelentlessDaring.com merch shop. Instead of having to go to a third-party vendor, now you can do everything right there at RelentlessDaring.com. If you want to buy merch, go to RelentlessDaring.com slash shop, and there you can get hats, you can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get coffee cups, you can get stickers. 
Go there today to show your love for the Relentless Daring Podcast. And as always, stay relentless. same cardboard flavored doormat textured protein bar how about drink mix packets for your water bottles that are full of artificial sweeteners tired of a whole regimen of pre-workout and protein shakes for your trip to the gym go to builtbar.com for their selection of great tasting protein bars built boost energy drink mixes and built go energy gels built bar offers 18 delicious flavors of protein bars with only four to five net carbs for you keto dieters, six flavors of built boost energy drink mix and three flavors of built go energy gel. Built bars are made in America using real ingredients like honey and dark chocolate. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code relentless to save 10% and let them know you heard about them from relentless daring. All right, getting back into it. Ooh, I came back in. My mic was a little hot on that. Um, <laughs> uh, so people in the uh, the live room, for some reason, they don't hear the ads. They don't hear anything. They hear clicking whenever I'm typing a message into the into the live chat. So, but <laughs> I have people asking for being built bars. Uh, I'm having. I'm getting requests for. Uh, snack ads that used to play in intermissions at movie theaters back in the day. You know, when you go in for an hour and a half movie and they had to run something for a couple minutes while they're changing the reels and the projector back when they still had, you know, multiple reels to show a movie on. <laughs> uh, Kim is asking for a Monty Python intermission. That'd be a good one. Uh, and now for something completely different. <laughs> But uh, this takes so much preparation. And speaking of being prepared for things, my Patriot Supply. Ha-ha! <laughs> Horrible segue, I know. But, you know, my Patriot Supply, they've got all kinds of good stuff. Um, we just came off that really bad cold snap a few weeks ago. People who were without power for several days on end, and maybe they didn't have a way to cook food. So, you know, they need some you know, readily available food storage. Well, that's one of the big things they deal with is uh, emergency food supplies. Is it nice waterproof containers? That way, you know, if your house floods, your, your you know, emergency food's not going to get ruined. Um, you know, some of the stuff, these old things, you know, you have like bags of grain where you get bugs in them and it's just nasty. But, you know, my page supply has dealt with that. They found a way to store food for up to 25 years. 25 years that you have it sitting there. Just in case there's some horrible tragedy and you have to go to it. Or maybe you have to start filtering your own water. You can get an Alexa Pure water filter from them. Filters out all the minerals and uh, all the nasty stuff out of the water. So that way you can drink it. It's Great stuff. Also, you medical supplies there, uh, first aid kits, stuff like that. Keep in your car. It's lots of good stuff. Go to uh, My Patriot, My Patriot Supply. Uh, check out the link in the show notes. Go there and just be prepared. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Lord. There was mentions of Monty Python. 
Um, <laughs> Pretty Princess Steve, we apologize for the lack of clip and break audio. The producer responsible has been sacked. Kim, uh, we apologize that people who sacked the producer has been sacked. <laughs> oh, majestic moose. Yes. Oh, yes, the majestic moose. Careful, moose bites can hurt. My sister was once beat by a moose. Ugh. And as we've been talking earlier in this episode about um, the appeal to authority fallacy, you know, it was, you know, Master Gunnery Sergeant Scott Stalker with his, I've been in for 28 years, you haven't been in for a single day, bow before Zod. Kim says, I don't have any producing skills, LOL. Hey, Kim, guess what? Neither do I. No, you look like an idiot. Hey, that was nice. Um, But you know, we've been seeing it with the COVID stuff. If you have any skepticism whatsoever, about COVID-19, about the vaccines. And you voice, you voice that. <gasps> Why are you a science denier? Well, I'm not denying. Scientists have questions. And it's, it's so amazing. You go back and you listen to all the stuff from a year ago. COVID-19 is going to have an infection fatality rate of 3.5%. Ooh, wow, that's that's really awful. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Pretty Princess Steve. We apologize for the Master Gunner Sergeant who lacks cojones. He and the placement officer who enlisted him have been sacked. Ha <laughs> Yes! I don't have the proper music for that. Ah! No, you look like an idiot. But, but it's like, a year ago, they were saying three point some odd percent infection fatality rate, which is really high. That's three times higher than the flu. And there was much rejoicing. Yay. Um, so a year ago, they were saying that the infection fatality rate was th- going to, for COVID was going to be three times that of the flu. But here it is a year later, and we're looking at like an infection fatality rate of less than 1%. Which means of the confirmed cases, that's only a fraction of people who've actually had it. Uh, Even the CDC estimates that upwards of 10 times as many people may have already had the virus and not even known about it. Either these are people who were asymptomatic, meaning their viral load was so low they would test positive, but they wouldn't get sick. 
Yet, somehow, if your viral load is so low, you're not even going to get sick. That means you still have enough viral load to spread it? Uh, Last time I checked in the history of viruses and virology, apparently COVID just changes everything. It's just everything we've known out the window. Um, in the history of virology, they've never seen an asymptomatic positive test for any viral disease where the person has been contagious until COVID. And now they're, they're, they're pushing vaccines that have really, they've been rushed. And I've had experimental vaccines before. I had an experimental vaccine for uh, pneumonococcus bacteria. A bacteria that causes pneumonia. Guess what? That damn thing gave me the worst bronchitis I'd ever had. Anthrax. The anthrax vaccine they were giving out in 2003 before I went to Iraq. (laughs) This is new. And I couldn't turn it down. And there's been a lot of uh, neurological symptoms and side effects associated with that vaccine. I have a friend. She was medically retired from the United States Army because her anthrax vaccine caused narcolepsy. Never had it before. Starts getting the uh, series of anthrax vaccinations. And <laughs> she develops narcolepsy. No family history of it. Yeah, so medically retired. Awesome. And then we're starting to see more and more stories of side effects of this vaccine. But if you speak out against it, ah, you're a doctor. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, when I see stories of people who've gotten the uh, I believe it was the Moderna vaccine. And they die from massive internal hemorrhaging. And it turns out that they, they do a platelet count. And their platelet count is at zero. There's people who are in... Storage of people who are admitted to the ER because um, I've been having these really weird these sores on my gums, and you know it's you know it's, this story came from a woman, and it's yeah, it's not that time of the month, and there's things going on down there. They do a they do a platelet count in the doctor's office. Uh, you need to go to the ER now. Your platelet count is zero. They go to the ER and they do a platelet count there because they want to confirm and it's still zero. This is a medical condition called, um, well, I'm not even going to try to say the name. I'm going to use the acronym ITP. Please Google it. And if I'm wrong, comment on, you know, social medias, tell me I'm wrong. But basically ITP is an autoimmune disorder where your body starts tagging your platelets with antibodies. And then as your platelets go through the ever-popular spleen, 
The spleen goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, you with the antibodies, come here. Yeah, you're not allowed to go. You're not allowed to stay here. Go away. And basically, your <laughs> lady die is the dog panting. No, the dog is scratching at the door. The dog really wants to be in here because the wife went to her parents to go hang out with them for a while. Um, no, I'm not in trouble. She just goes and hangs out at her parents whenever I'm doing the show. Um, but yeah, the spleen filters out the platelets that have been tagged with antibodies by mistake. And then your blood can't clot. The reason why I know about this and I've known about this for, I don't know, 13 years is because when my daughter was three, she started bruising for no reason. There's nothing scarier as a parent as when your kid walks up. It's like, oh, I bumped into. The, it's like, oh, you bumped into the, the couch. And now you have a giant bruise on your chest. That's not good. So, uh, so imagine having a three-year-old who doesn't know why she's having an IV put into her arm and having blood drawn. Doesn't know why, you know, you're taking a, you know, taking a rut, a rush trip to the closest children's hospital, you know, getting there in the evening and just hanging out until an, until a hematologist can talk to you and find out what's going on. And you're praying to God that it's not leukemia or some other blood blood illness and get told, yeah, well, fortunately, she's not so low. We have to admit her. But, you know, we're able to get her on a round of steroids. And so this is something ever since, ever since she was three years old. My daughter, you look at her wrong, she bruises. And, you know, it's one of those things. If she gets really sick... We ask the doctors, you know, she's 16. We ask the doctors, hey, can you do a platelet check? Because she had ITP as a little kid, and we're just want to make sure her platelets aren't going to go all crazy. And is it and this is a possible side effect of a vaccine. It's like, do I get the vaccine and not get COVID? Or you know, minimize the effects of COVID? Or do I risk my blood not clotting and a shaving nick is just going to go on forever? I mean, these are things I... I, Frankly, I'm not getting the vaccine. And that is my choice. This is an educated decision that I am making. And to the people listening, you can make your own decision. You're a smart human being. Well, at least I, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. If you're listening to my show, I mean, I hope you're smart. Most people listen to my show. Um, I love you. There. Yeah. yeah. I love you. I, I'm not, not going to say if you're listening to my show, you're dumb. Because I'm dumb. And I know you're all better than me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, you can make your own decisions. I'm not going to tell you one way or the other. Get the shot. Don't get the shot. 
it's up to you. If, if you're a person who has compromised in, you know, immune, syst- immune system or anything that really concerns you that maybe you want to get it, then by all means, that's, that's on you. You're not going to, as opposed to some people, I'm not going to shame you. Just like if you're worried because you have a weakened immune system and you have to go out in public, so you're going to wear a mask, by all means, wear the mask. You have to take care of yourself first and foremost. If you're not concerned about your health because, hey, I'm young, I'm healthy, if I get sick, I get sick, who cares? Don't wear a mask. I mean, but then again, you could be asymptomatically spreading everything and killing all the... All the old people. Oh, wait, that's that's Andrew Cuomo. Um, he's awful, by the way, if you didn't know. But all these people who just, like, try to shut you down, people who've been, you know, just berated and destroyed on social media because <gasps> you're questioning the good and holy and would never do anything wrong to us. Uh, I forgot. The Emperor God King, Dr. Fauci. It's like, well, um, yeah. I mean, Dr. Fauci, he's the same one in the New England Journal of Medicine. When Donald Trump a year ago said that he, you know, he's been talking to medical experts and he has a hunch that the coronavirus fatality rate is going to be less than one. People ripped him apart. And Dr. Fauci wrote in the New England Journal of Medicine himself. Yeah, when you when it's all said and done, it's probably going to be like a, like a 067 percent, you know, fatality rate. And of all the things that Dr. Fauci has been wrong on this entire time, that's one of the things he was right about. Of course, he's going to say now. Well, I'm. Uh, that's because of uh, people masking and social distance and uh, they're doing all the, all the things that the CDC says. And it's like, dude, you have been on every side of every issue from day one. Maybe you should find someone who said, here is what the data is showing and here, and here are the assumptions we are making based off the data. If the data changes, we will update and we will tell you why we're updating. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened. Researchers, you know, journalists who actually look through all of these studies because apparently they have nothing better to do. They actually get paid to do this stuff. You know, people like Alex Berenson, Jordan Schachtel, these guys have gone through all of this information and they have shared it as they went along. They are the ones who have been right. 
not because they have some special insight, not because they've had special training. It's just they look at the evidence. And the the people in authority telling us, ah, follow the science. Well, you're not following the science. I mean, you're, you're telling us, put on a, you get a shot, and you'll be able to return to normal. All right, cool, I got my shot. Okay, now that you've gotten your vaccination, you still have to social distance, you still have to wear a mask, you still have to live in fear that, that the giant corona monster is going to jump out of the closet and eat your face. I mean, why are we doing that if we're getting if we're getting the vaccination? Either you get the vaccination and it works, and you're either going to have a lower uh, a lesser illness if you do contract the virus, or you're not going to get sick at all. I mean, isn't that why we get you know the flu shot? If you happen to come, if you happen to contract the that type of flu virus, you're either going to have no response or a lessened illness. The whole idea of these appeal to authority fallacies is just to like, <laughs> look at you. You don't know what you're talking about. Look at me. I am an authority. I know what I'm talking about. You have no time doing what I'm doing. Therefore, you know nothing. It's been said that the last year has been nothing but appeal to authority. And it, it, it's ridiculous. All right, so... I think that's going to wrap this show. <laughs> um, Again, to everybody in the chat room, thank you so much for tuning in, listening live. I appreciate it greatly. If you're listening to this on podcast, if the app of your choice has a way to leave a review, please. But I want to go through the Apple steps just because I know the Apple steps. Number one, subscribe. That way, every week when the new episode posts, you get the updated episode. Number two, leave a good rating, preferably five stars. Number three, write a review. That way, when it pops up on somebody's uh, suggested podcast on Apple, they go, oh, look, he's got five-star ratings. It's awesome. Let's see what people said. Oh, they generally like him, except for that guy. And number four, share the podcast. That's right. You can send the link to this episode to a friend, to a family member. Send it to someone who's going to agree with me. Grow my listenership base. I appreciate that greatly. Send it to somebody you don't like. Drive them up the wall. Either way, I can live with that. I will gladly be a tool for the spread of hate and discontent amongst your crazy liberal friends. Finally, Please support this show. Go to please go check out the uh, the sponsors I have. Whether it's uh, my Patriot Supply, use the link in the show notes because it takes you to 
where, you know, if you buy anything, I actually get credit for it. Or, you know, going to Built Bar, either to the link in the link in the show notes or, you know, using that promo code RELENTLESS if you're going to buy anything. That lets them know that you like the show, you're hearing it for, hearing it through me, so they keep wanting to do business with me. Please, please. Either way, this works. Um, or, you know, RelentlessDaring.com. Go there. There's merch. You can buy merch, T-shirts, hats, coffee cups, stuff like that. It's awesome. Although, I will warn you, I'm not a graphic designer. I can barely produce a podcast. Don't ask me to actually design really cool-looking stuff. That's not in my wheelhouse. But check that out. Buying merch helps uh, support the show. There's also a donate button at the top of the page. Click that, and you can set up a one-time donation. Or, if you're really generous, you can set up a recurring donation so once a month. Boom. All that goes into you know keeping this wonderful show on the air, uh, paying for the really nice microphone that I'm talking into right now, or this really nice board that is making it so I makes the editing you know, the final edit process so much easier because I don't have to sound correct and all that process is it's amazing. Um, all of it goes into making the show a better listening experience to you. Again, thank you so very much. And as always, stay relentless. This is Relentless Dairy on podbean.com.